Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Killer Track. We bring you tunes and terror, and today you are joining us around the campfire, and we are in a terror episode. That is right. Today, we're going to be talking about fears. Hey, get in the campfire mood. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 sorry. Um, yes, so today is all about fears and in particular fears as children. What scared us when we were children? What kept us up at night? What were the spooks that were loose around the hoose? Yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so we're going to be talking about ghosts. Well, no, actually, no, no, we're not. We're not no, going to be talking about ghost stories as such. We're going to be talking about personal experiences, um, including ourselves, including our friends of the show, and you, the listeners. And we've also got a very special guest on as well, haven't we? I'm so stoked. Yes, we have a special guest and we will introduce them a little bit later. But what we did was we put an ask out on Facebook and Instagram and we asked to hear your scary stories, that things that scared you as kids. So we got loads of responses. Yeah, we did. Which was lovely. Yeah. Thanks for that. that like, nice. again, you know, you always put these asks out and always think like, oh, no, I'll never bother. And all, you know, all of a sudden we get loads of responses and it's really nice. So we went through those. Well, I say we, uh, Amelia did the legwork. Excuse really. me. We, we is it now? <laughs> Don't take my legwork for your legs. The royal we. Don't take my legs. My royal legs. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, um... Yes. So um, what was really interesting, actually, looking through you guys' stories is a lot of them were the same. Mm. That was really, really interesting. Yeah. There was like a correlation. Like if this was an actual scientific experiment. <laughs> Which it is. We could, we could draw a graph. <laughs> <gasps> Shall we draw a graph? No. That's, well, we can do like pretty with like little skulls and stuff. Just like horns. Be, yeah, it'd be sick. Just like make up the stats so that it looks like. <laughs> just, just make up the stats. We can't do that. That's error against science. Yeah, well, this isn't about science. This is about spooks. This is true. So we are going to start off by telling you guys what scared us as children. Let me turn on my torch. Wow. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. It's getting spooky. Yeah. I think Good. it's time for us to talk about our tales. Go for it. So, when I was younger, one of the things that really, really scared me mm. as a child was uh, a song <laughs> <laughs> by Pink Floyd called uh, On the Run from an album called Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. If anybody knows um, of that song, it is... I mean, that album is, like, really soundscape -y. Oh, yeah. 
So there's like a lot of uh, like there's a, a track called Time, which has just got loads of clocks on it and stuff like that. There's there's Money, which is like one of their most famous oh, ones. Shoot. It's an iconic album, isn't it? Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, it really is. Completely iconic. Um, but one of the tracks on there, On the Run, is so weird. Like there's like a like people like laughing on it, like <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, and there's also uh, there's also like almost like a weird like aeroplane sound like there's an aeroplane going overhead and it sounds kind of like as it's building up like you get that kind of weird aeroplane kind of sound yeah right and i, I like when i was when i was really young like my dad used to play it in the kitchen mm. and he had like these big speakers and it was like deafeningly loud. And I, I was like really young. And I was just like, I was like, this plane is going to crash into the house and kill everybody. Aww. So I was, I'd, yeah, I'd be crying like all the time. You'd be crying? Yeah. See when that happened. Yeah, it was terrifying, man. Like, it was honestly like, yeah, I was uh, pooping my britches. <laughs> like rural Wales as well, I can imagine, because you're in such a wide open space as well like obviously i've been to your, your parents house yeah. it's such a wide open space i could imagine you as a booby yeah i was still freaked out by it like years after like because yeah. i used to like go to bed and if i heard a plane going overhead i would think that it would crash into the house no way yeah yeah, yeah. like i'd be like trying to get to bed and i'd be like i'd hear like this like mm. In the <laughs> distance, and I'd think that it was going to crash into the house. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Took ages to like get over that. So, can you listen to the song now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And does it still freak you out, or do you kind of regress to a child? Because that's the interesting thing about these stories: if they make you regress back to childhood, and you can remember like the thoughts, the sounds, the smells of like when it scared you. I can remember being in the kitchen. Mm. But I can't, like, I, I don't think, I mean, we, like, I've listened to the song now and it doesn't, like, bother me as such. I still think it's, like, a mad song. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it's not really a song. It's, like, a sort of, like, weird two and a half minute, like, Michael Bay kind of film. <laughs> like a wall of noise. Just loads of special effects crammed into two and a half minutes. <laughs> me mental. Um, how about you? What's your spooky story? Well, as a little a little tot, as a tot, a little nipper, as a little nippins, I <laughs> I was. Um, if you've watched the Regrets, I was Chucky Finster from the Regrets. I was scared of everything. Mm. I was scared of um, my cousins had like glow in the dark stickers, and when I used to sleep over at their house, like the stickers used to scare me. It'd be like Beavis and Butthead used to freak me out. Really? Like yeah, everything used to scare me, and um, I could never like be. I'd always be with my mom and dad, but like I would just be scared of everything. Everything <laughs> scared me. But in particular, um, I remember myself, my mom, my dad probably went to go and get the VHS of the Goofy movie. Okay. And um, I was all excited. Da, 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 like, yeah, the Goofy movie, which is sick, by the way. Fight me. It is sick. <laughs> so the one with the songs on, he's got like a son. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's a great so film. good. So, so, so good. Love that film. And um, 
so you know put it on everything and it's only actually a few days ago because this traumatized me so much and I was um looking for what this short was called and when we me and Alec decided to do this episode I was like I have to find now now is the time I have to find out what that thing was called yeah so um if you guys are around um, the same age as myself, you'd remember VHSs and there'd always be like those adverts before the film Mm -hmm. and um, like little shorts and stuff maybe. So at the start of the Goofy movie, there was this um, Disney short called Runaway Brain. And it's basically about Mickey Mouse and he's got no money, just to make the story a bit quick. Um, He's got no money. And he goes to a, it's like a laboratory, I've played it to Alex since because I've found it. Um, He goes to like a a laboratory, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Well, he, it's a 1313 Lobotomy Lane is the way he pronounces it, isn't it? Yes. And um, so he goes anyway. And basically, to make a long story short, Mickey Mouse gets his brain removed um, in a procedure with lightning and it's kind of like electroshock isn't it yeah. basically it's sort of frankenstein-ish in a way yes um so he gets his brain removed and then without his brain he's like really feral well he, his brain is transferred into to that guy the, so yeah, into something else so his brain yeah like alex said his brain is transferred and then um yeah mickey's body is like left without a brain and he's like this feral creature and it's really weird, actually, because I remember the whole short being in black and white. Really? Yeah, I remember it all in black and white. And um, we found it on YouTube. If you guys want to look it up, it's called Runaway Brain, um, 1995. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I remember the whole thing in black and white. And it's so weird. I was like, oh, my God. And I remember other things happening. Like, I remember there being a castle. There's no castle in it. Nope. And I remember, like, lightning at the top of the castle. There's lightning in it but not the top of a castle. Mm. So it's so weird how your brain kind of, especially as a child, yeah. you kind of add all these like extra spooks yeah, yeah. in to really scare you. It's childhood imagination, isn't it? Absolutely. And boy, is it a terrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to play a little bit of Runaway Brain. Let me introduce your co-worker. I made him myself. Ooh, I like it when they squeal. <laughs> so that's a little bit, and that I like it when they squeal. He sounds, I think, I know who it is. Yeah, I know who it is. It's um, he sounds like Kelsey Grammer. Oh, really? I wonder if it's from, like, Frasier? Yeah, maybe. That'd be interesting. Yes, go brain! <laughs> we watched it before, and I was like, that the guy sounds so familiar. It sounds like Kelsey Grammer. I don't know if it is. Yeah, possibly. Um, but yeah, so that freaked me out. But I was... Um, not a lot of people know this, but when I was younger as well, I wanted to be a magician. Well, well obviously, you know this. Yeah, I know that, yeah. Um, I really wanted to be a magician. <laughs> so um me and my dad used to watch all like the like penn and teller and um 
the like masked magician and all that stuff. But um, we used to watch Chris Angel a lot, mm-hmm. and he did. I don't remember what it's called. I've never found it again. But he did this one um, live kind of Las Vegas like show, and there was this bit where he he like made a robot, right? Or he like put his him himself like he he made a robot or like the robot was him or so, I don't really remember, but the robot was like moving across the stage like, really like mechanically, and. Um, when I was younger in bed, I used to think that I could hear like the robots really footsteps like outside my room. I used to think I could hear the robot and I used to be like, Mom, Mom, leave the door open, leave the door open. So if the robot was coming, I'd see it coming. And um, it terrified me. It was on Sky One. Damn you, Sky. <laughs> it scared the hell out of me. Taking all my money and providing nothing but fears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, that scared the hell out of me. That's mad. Yeah, I used to actually think I could hear the like stomping of that robot. That's crazy. And um, I remember like, this is before you could pause TV and stuff. And if my dad like went to the toilet or something, I'd just be there like, oh my God, when's he coming back? Because I, I couldn't do anything by myself. Yeah. Mm. So those are some of our fears. Indeed. But we spooked you. <laughs> Not really. I just scared myself, to be honest. With yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> Reliving the nightmare. Yeah, relive the trauma. So up next, we have something really, really exciting, um, and we're both really, really stoked that we could be able to do this, right? Yeah, big time. It's it was like a a bit of a shot in the dark, really, for yes. us, because you've been a huge fan of theirs for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Amelia had the idea to just be like, well, like, shall I shoot them a message? And we were like, yeah, of course. Like, mm-hmm. we'll just see what they think. So uh, we shot over a, a message on Instagram. Yeah, so we messaged them and they were like, yeah, let's do it. So Helen Shirts, if you don't know, which you should, they're an awesome clothing brand, um, mostly on Instagram. And their tagline is Shirts for the Sick. That is a really great title, Shirts for the Sick. Yeah, yeah, great tagline. Like, I think that's initially what I saw, or maybe actually I probably saw Hell on Shirts. and was yeah. like, Hell on Shirts, boy! <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> Take my money. <laughs> yeah. So we did an interview with Rob and Jess from Hell on Shirts. Uh, so let's have a little listen. Mm. So we're welcoming onto the show um, Hell on Shirts. Wee. So hello, guys. Hello, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Tell us all about Hell on Shirts. What is it you guys do? Well, we started last year um, around, I think we put our first design in December of 2018. Yeah. But we didn't actually start selling until like early 2019. And we just saw there was just a gap in the UK where no one was really making horror shirts or like horror shirts that we would wear. Like everything just seemed to be coming out of America and not everyone wants to be paying customs fees for shirts so yeah pretty just, much how it started i just yeah. really wanted a hellraiser shirt that wasn't rubbish <laughs> yeah definitely i mean that's what you've done isn't it is like yeah. for for ages um amelia's you know bought <sighs> shirts from uh, overseas and had to pay pay an absolute fortune just to get it here yeah yeah. So. And it takes a while as well. <laughs> yeah, it takes so long. But then it's like Christmas because you get the package and you're like, oh, what's it? Oh, hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, it's really cool really, that you guys yeah. are doing that. It's it's awesome. Um, I mean, what's your favorite T-shirt or product that you have done? Would you say? You go first. What's I've, yours? I've got a few shirts that I've made that I really like. I've got some that are coming out that I'm really happy with. Is uh, they live? I did that. Nice. Awesome. And I did Dracula. That's a recent one. Yeah. Bram Stokers. Yeah. My favorite one we've done is it's probably because it's my favorite movie, but I love True Romance. Yeah. And I love the first design we did when we first started and we redid it again earlier on this year. Yeah. And I love both of them. I love the colours and that. Rob does all the designing. I'm just the spell check and I'm like, Yeah, that's good or no, that's not good. That's, oh, cool. much like, <laughs> that's my input. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. You're you're like the uh the, the sort of quality control, is that right? She is, she is a QA. <laughs> like he's sitting, he's sitting on the computer doing it and I'm like on the sofa and I'm looking over, and I'm like, Oh, you shouldn't do that and he shouted at me like Jeff. I'm not finished yet. It's like, okay, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> most of the time, like, I'm in the bedroom. Like, I wait till he's finished, then I come out. Yeah, my QC. <laughs> I'm like a backseat driver. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds just like me. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's actually really familiar. Yeah, we- weirdly familiar, actually. Let's stop the calls. It's getting a bit trippy. <laughs> but how about, so what are you guys up to next? Do you have anything exciting coming up? We're working on a new schedule to come out because due to COVID and everything, a lot of things got postponed. We had to wait on like stock to get to a normal level because finding, it wasn't too bad finding the small to like 2XL sizes, but anything from like a 3XL to a 5XL was like gold dust. We just couldn't get hold of yeah. it. So mm. we shut down that schedule, wait for things to pick up. So we'll have a new schedule up this weekend probably. Cool. But we were also bringing out a line of kids' t-shirts as well. Oh, yeah. awesome. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, we've yeah. got. We're at the age now where our friends are all having kids, so <laughs> they all want T-shirts for their kids. And it's our friend Matt. His uh, Instagram is Crypt Sleeper. He does all the designing for it. It's like little cute Draculas and little cute Frankenstein's yeah. on T-shirts on like little baby grows. So it looks really cute. <laughs> That's such a cool idea. I'm, I'm grinning. So we don't yeah. even have a kid, but let's have one. Just so we, can <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't have a kid either, but our cat is pretty fat, so we'd probably put him on our cat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tapping into a new market. Yeah. Yeah. We've called it um, Tiny Terrors. Oh, that would be... Um, that's the line. That's the line. That would be awesome. Under. Oh, cute. That's awesome. That's really exciting. Nice. Do you have any horror films that you would recommend maybe to us or to anyone that's listening? Hellraiser, Hell on Earth. Absolutely. 100%. Nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good choice. Um, yeah. I love like the classics. Like my, it was, I don't really class as a horror film, but Jaws. I remember watching that when I was about eight years old and it absolutely terrified the life out of me. So... <laughs> That Jaws. is one of my favourite Jaws. Yeah. It's not a horror film, but it, it's it's almost there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. definitely. You make me scared of the sea, so let's go. With yeah, that, yeah. It makes you absolutely terrified to go in the water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Midsummer as well. Like any A A twenty four film, we're absolutely into. Nice. Yeah. We we um, bought the lighthouse the other day. We haven't watched it yet. Yeah. But we're um, excited to watch that as well. And a lot of Arrow films as well. They're pretty cool. Yeah, we've been meaning to watch uh, the Lighthouse, House. actually. That's on our list, yeah. Yeah. Looks yeah. really good. Yeah, people are messaging us, they're like, oh, going to do a T-shirt from this. It's like, oh, we need to see it first before yeah. we do <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Like we watched um, Terrifier the other night, and we just weren't impressed. We did not like that at all. Yeah, really? <laughs> oh, we haven't seen that. Yeah, no. It's um, Art the Clown, it's that one. Yeah. Oh! Like, yeah, we're not- yeah, we we weren't a big fan of it. It, just, it was just like gore for the sake of gore. Like There wasn't mm. really like a storyline. Like yeah. it, was, it was just blood and guts that's all it was sure. really yeah nothing to follow effectively no no really. they're, they're talking of doing a second one i think it's coming out in october um but 
yeah we just thought we'd watch it but we're not gonna rush to see the second one if it comes out nah, sure. <laughs> yeah. not on the priority list not on the list does not no matter. like if someone messages us wanting a t-shirt of it we'll probably just say no sorry yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, just flat out nah soz nah. not gonna happen yeah, pretty, pretty much. yeah make your own <laughs> yeah yeah and what, because this episode is all about childhood fears and what scared people as kids. So what films or TV shows or anything in general scared you guys as children? You touched on Jaws already, Jess. You, Rob's terrified of spiders. So I really want to do an arachnophobia shirt, but I, he just does not want to do oh it because he doesn't, he doesn't want to look at spiders while I will he's not, designing. I will not sit there and design a shirt with spiders on it. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> That's just not happening. That's fair. No. Do you oh, have any experiences that has, has led you up to that point, or is it just general arachnophobia? It's just general arachnophobia. Like, Jess is my spider killer. I do not touch them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to kill them. Though. Like, I'm happy he's putting them out the window, but Rob's like, no, like, I need, kill to, it. I need to see it dead in front of me on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so similar to us. I'm the same. I'm, I'm like, Alec, I will not, Alec. I will not sleep. I will not sleep unless I see it dead. I find it funny though, like a spider, he, Rob had his own room where he keeps all of his stuff and a spider crawled under the door into his bedroom and well, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so, it, it's good comedy value for me, his fear of spiders. I'm sweating thinking about it. <laughs> I remember Alec um, went to a cancer bats gig and I couldn't go and he bought me back a t-shirt and it had a massive picture of spider on it and I was like thank you yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah in, in hindsight it probably wasn't the best choice but <laughs> I think growing up for me as well it was mainly um, like it I sure. think that was a film that every kid watched yeah. and was absolutely terrified of of clowns afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we watched it not too long ago, watched the Tim Curry one, and we're like, this isn't scary. Like watching it again as an adult, I was like, oh, this isn't scary. Yeah. But as a child, it was terrifying. Oh, I definitely agree. As a kid, Tim Curry was so scary. But now it's yeah. just, if you rewatch it, you're just like, oh, what was I so scared about? I remember seeing Tim Curry as It, and then I saw Tim Curry as Dr. Frankenfurter from Rocky Horror, and I was like, okay, yeah, this dude's not scary whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> He's not scary. He's fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's quite literally a completely different character. So, yeah. I know. <laughs> it, shows, it shows light. his range. It shows how good he is. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Definitely. It's the fishnets. It's the fishnets. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. All, all about those hot pants and fishnets. Yeah. <laughs> For people that want to follow you guys, how can we find you? We're mainly on Instagram. Yeah. That's our main um, social media. Like, yeah. if anyone messages us, it's mostly it's going to be me talking. Um, or or could, sometimes it's Rob, but because I'm off work, it'll probably be me you'll be chatting to. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have a Facebook page, but we rarely we, don't really use, we rarely it. use it, to be honest. But So it's mainly Instagram is the best way to get hold of us. And it's at Hell on Shirts. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on our little show and answering our questions. It's fun. It's all good. I feel like uh, we've learned a bit more about you. Yeah. <laughs> and about you as well. We're very similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's Freakishly weird. similar. Freakishly <laughs> similar. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Thank you so much, guys. See you, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. That's it, guys. That was our interview with the lovely Rob and Jess from Hell on Shirts. You can actually hear us, like, well, me especially, fangirling a little bit in that interview. And it's not becoming. Yeah, you can. I had to go through and like meticulously edit out all the like hyperventilating, trying to be really calm and be like. 
<laughs> okay, guys, what do you have coming up next? <laughs> oh, God. But they're so nice. They're like, so cool. They really made like us feel at ease. And um, yeah, it was, it was a lovely interview. It was really nice to have them. Yeah, we definitely need to stay connected with those guys. Um, but definitely check them out on Instagram at Hell on Shirts. They do some amazing... You need, you need to see their stuff because it's just so, so awesome. They've got an Adam's Family t-shirt coming out soon and I'm going to cup that if I'm quick enough because yeah. whenever they do a drop of a shirt, it just goes so quick. It just disappears. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so hopefully I'll get that one. P- cross your fingers for me. Cross your femurs. But anyway... <laughs> Back to the thrills and the fears. We're going to get into your fears. So, like we said at the start of the episode, we put our ask out on those social medias that we have, and you guys responded. Thank you very much for that. It was very nice of you. Very nice indeed. Um, And we were asking you for spooky stories from your childhood that involve shows... Films or other. So out of all the responses that we got, again, thank you. We have selected a few that we wanted to talk about on the show. And one in particular we will be delving a bit deeper into. (laughs) That was scary, wasn't it? Very scary. (laughs) So one of the responses we had was from Sarah. Hello, Sarah. And she said that she was terrified of Mary Poppins. Even so much that when she was older, she went to Disneyland and couldn't take a picture with old Poppins herself. I know. Imagine being scared of Mary Poppins. What's she got in her bag? I know. You see, when I that mean, big thing comes out, they're like freaking... Toad stand. <laughs> I almost a toadstool. <laughs> like, why is that in her bag? I don't know. And it comes out quite fast as well. Yeah. Quite speedy. It's like dragging it out the pits of hell. Exactly. What else she got in there? That's what I don't know. There we go. We're proving that theory, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Another one we got was from Jane. That's it. And Jane was talking about something close to my heart, Mm. actually. Uh, A bit of Resi Resi Evil. Um, So that uh, computer game scared Jane so much (laughs) that she ended up throwing the controller at the screen and smashing her TV. Oh, Jane. (laughs) It's impressive. I mean... There's a lot of force behind that. Well, she said what made her throw the controller was a glitch. And the PS1, especially... I played Resi, like, as an adult, but the PS1 games used to have mad glitches. That would be really creepy. That would be really, really scary. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you, Jane. Yeah, I mean, I was telling (laughs) you, wasn't I, that me and Josh, my cousin, found um, Resident Evil 2 in a skip. Yeah. And tried playing that and scared us so much we couldn't get through the first scene. (laughs) Like, it was just terrifying. Um, That that one was crazy. And we had a few more as well, like some some really cool, like, scary stories as well. Yeah, we did. We got one from Tony. Hello, Tony. And she said that Return to Oz scared her. And if you haven't seen Return to Oz, it is such a wild film. It's basically... Um, what happened after Dorothy had been to um, Oz the first time. So what happened after the Wizard of Oz? Yeah. And um, basically Dorothy isn't believed. Um, She gets put into like an asylum because she can't sleep. And she's always talking about like the scarecrow, etc. So it's all about that. And she also almost gets electroshock therapy, but she runs away, right? Yeah. 
wild film. Scary. I watched it as a kid as well. So terrifying. Um, we also got Molly saying The Witches as well. And we got numerous people talking about what we're going to talk about next, didn't we? We got like over five people yeah. say this show. And we really liked an account by somebody called Amber. And Amber said, The Demon Headmaster, which was a CBBC show. This also terrified me. The Demon Headmaster was nothing to be typhled with. Typhled? Trifled? Trifled? Yeah, it is trifled. Isn't that a dessert? Yeah. That's stupid. Uh, nothing to be trifled. <laughs> Yeah, because typhled makes so much more sense. <laughs> but yeah, he's certainly nothing to be typhled with. Oh, yeah, he's nothing to be trifled with. Like, that's better. Yeah, but at least that's it's an actual saying. That's not better. <laughs> anyway, like the, why didn't the parents believe their kids? With I mean, look at his glasses and his weird eyes no that dude was terrifying i don't know why but i feel like he was dribbling at some point i don't think that's true <laughs> but i feel like there was an episode when he dribbled you just put that in I, I in don't, your mind well we've already <laughs> explained that my mind likes to make up things that didn't necessarily happen um but you guys if you do not remember the demon headmaster here is a clip of how he went down <laughs> how he terrified a nation of children yeah. and won an award for it he won an award well not him directly i was about to say did. oh did it oh there we yeah. go you don't have to be top of the class to know who this is but can you remember how it all began i don't get it i really do not get it perhaps you need reminding the prefects are the voice of the headmaster i will not endure disorder He's powerless. Perhaps you'd better watch out. Look at me. For the demon headmaster. <laughs> the kid. I don't, I simply don't like it. I don't like it at all. What's she saying? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> I, I just don't get it. It's like all the kids, I swear, at like um, back in the day on CBC was so well spoken. I simply mm. don't get it. Then the demon headmaster's like, look at me. <laughs> the queens. <laughs> The Queen. Oh. Yeah, Queen's English. Oh, I thought you meant the Headmaster was the Queen. No. Oh, don't talk about the monarchy. <laughs> that would be controversial, wouldn't A it? A bit conch, yeah, very conch. <laughs> so, we um, are going to move into our last transition, our last stories. Um, and we spoke to uh, some of our friends of the show. Yeah, we did. Hello, everybody. So these names should sound very familiar to you guys if you listen to our music episode as well. So we spoke to Groom Lake, who we played in our metal episode. We also spoke to Afia from our R&B episode. We spoke to Maida Vaughan from our pop episode. And last but certainly not least, El Muno from our most recent rock episode. Muno! <laughs> <laughs> that felt so good! <laughs> Desperate. <laughs> So we were lucky enough to get responses from Will and Ben from Groom Lake. Hey, guys. So Will said that he was really scared by Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. That tunnel scene. 
Yeah. <laughs> Messed I mean, up. It is like a terrifying section of that film, to be fair. Yeah, it could, like Will said to us in the message, it comes out of nowhere. There's like chickens getting decapitated. It's all, it's all going down on that boat. Yeah, and he was six as well. <laughs> yeah, Will, poor Will. And then Ben said to us he was really scared by a UFO episode of Strange But True. Mm. And Strange But True was um, a show back in the day and it was a bit like Fact or Fiction Beyond Belief. Yeah. It's really scary. Was the uh, the alien influence part of Groom Lake, Ben? Hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Ben's like, what? Part of that fear factor. <laughs> and then what did Afia say to us? Uh, so Afia was like really scared of the Thriller video by Michael Jackson because she believed that when she was asleep um, with her door open as a kid that Michael Jackson would be peering around it. Can you think of that? Is the scariest thing we've spoke about on the whole show, Michael Jackson with with in the thriller maker with the golden gnashes, yeah. like <laughs> looking through yeah. your door. Quote quoted uh, an exact quote from a fear was yellow wolf teeth. <laughs> she's amazing, <laughs> and she still has not watched the full video to this day. Mm. We also had one from El Muno. We did indeed. So Zach was scared of the weeping angels from Doctor Who. And Chris was scared out of his britches uh, by Mr. Blobby, right. would you believe? Oh, I believe it. He he always... I messaged um, the boys from El Muno and I was like, Mr. Blobby, he always had to like wreck everything. He never could let someone just have a nice day. Right. He had to like throw his torso on something and just be like, dush! His torso. <laughs> Nothing like, else. His legs and arms and head stayed exactly where they were. But like, say someone was having a picnic or something, Bobby would have to come and like mess it up. Bobby? <laughs> Not Blobby. <laughs> Mr. Blobby would send his friend Bobby in to do the dirty work. <laughs> yeah, Bobby would just come out and just like throw his like femurs on the on the picnic femurs. basket yeah yeah oh, yeah i've seen it yeah but our favorite that we picked out was from uh maida vaughan mm. um and she said uh that even though she's a huge uh, horror junkie and loves scary films um she still finds a lot of kids films and programs scary even now uh, like The Wizard of Oz, which is something that we referenced earlier from our ask. Yep. Uh, James and the Giant Peach, which I can clarify as well, was super scary. Peach is too big. Yeah, yeah like that was the scary part. Like, oh, no, I'm so, it, it's that stop anima animation. Yeah, it's, that, yeah. <sighs> yeah, it, it's, yeah, it adds that kind of like um, Tim Burton-esque kind of like creepy feeling to it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And the caterpillar, I think his smile and his teeth were all like black. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but her dental hygiene. <laughs> and um, uh, Maida Vaughan also referenced Willy Wonka as well. Mm. And uh, something that really took me back is Courage the Cowardly Dog. No. I used to watch it all the time. Absolutely not. The thing is, I am a massive cartoon fan. I All I did when I was younger was watch cartoons, but I watched... One episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog, which happened to be the last episode, which we're going to play you a clip from in a minute. Actually, I'm not going to say it. Imagine me being a young kid. Of course, I watched this show. And imagine me watching Courage the Cowardly Dog and hearing this. You're not perfect. 
I think I think it goes to show as well, and, and just to add to the visual effect, if you haven't seen it before, like Courage the Cowardly Dog is like traditional kind of like Cartoon Network animation. Mm. And then that particular section is a CGI kind of weird fetus with like a human like adult face. Blue. That, that, yeah, it's just like like 90s like cgi and it's just terrifying it just comes out of nowhere and they did that um in another section with like this sailor guy do you remember that i also watched that episode mm. and um it's it's like something like red and stimpy had like kind of scary bits to it but it wasn't completely away from the normality of the cartoon so it would still be like drawings if yeah. that makes sense but with courage it was just this weird like cgi thing and you'd yeah. be like oh my god that no... scared the hell out of me made her as well honestly yeah totally and it's just the you're not perfect it's just like <laughs> oh like oh god that actually really freaked me out because he didn't you didn't tell me he's gonna do it yeah. <laughs> really horrible. got it up my sleeve let me try Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not as if it's saying you're not perfect. Yeah. To like, oh my god. I, I think know. it's cool because it's like really playing on like your insecurities as a child as well. Like you know, because mm -hmm. everyone's like, oh, like I want to be this when I grow up. I want to be perfect. Blah blah blah. And it's just like it's telling you like you're not you're not perfect. You're never going to be perfect, like because nobody is. Yeah, true. But um, the episode of Courage was him trying to do because th he was trying to do things like perfectly, wasn't he? He was yeah. trying to like learn stuff and not drops. I can't remember exactly, but he was trying to perfect different skills or whatever. Yeah, well, there's a scene of him trying to smash a walnut with a mallet and breaks the table <laughs> instead and stuff like that. Like yeah. it's just a bit accident prone, really. Oh my god! But yes, that we completely completely agree with you about courage um if you haven't if you like courage the county dog that that show is fine look up the scariest episodes of courage the county dog on youtube because it does not disappoint at all yeah it doesn't joke so that concludes our show for the day kiddies sound like the crypt keeper then yeah that was my reference nice yeah. <laughs> high five <laughs> so thank you very much for listening today everybody um we hope you really enjoyed the show it was really nice having like an interaction with you guys and uh, also a massive thank you to hell on shirts for coming on and doing an interview with those crazy people thank you rob thank you jess that was awesome hopefully we'll talk to you guys soon and if you guys want to keep up with us we are on instagram at killer.track and on facebook at facebook.com forward slash killer track podcast so make sure you're giving us a follow to get involved when we do another interactive episode. Who knows when? We don't. It might be tomorrow. It's not going to be tomorrow because that's Friday. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It might be tomorrow. It won't. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you it's not going to be. <laughs> So if you've got any uh, shows that you would like to submit to us, films, spooky things, um, please throw them our way. DM us, write it on our wall, if that's still a thing on Facebook. Um, and if you are in a band or an artist, you can also get in contact with us and please share your music with us so that we can play you on the show. If you are an unsigned band or artist, 
Please do it. We play all kinds of music. That we do. So send stuff our way. Fill up our cheeks with information. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. And we will see you again soon. Bye-bye.